You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there, welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly Martin, and this is episode 69. Today, I'm going to talk about how we drain our life away by focusing on the illusion of the mind. And now, a few years ago, I was lost in wishful thinking. I focused on an alternative reality of what I was actually living. I would say that my obsession, which is what it was, came from a teaching that is popular across the world right now, and that is that we create our reality. And it comes in the form of using something called the law of attraction. Now, while the law of attraction may or may not be real, it has very evocative powers in that if if someone who suffers from low self-esteem or mental health issues becomes drawn to this teaching, they can lose sight of what is true, what works and what is needed in life. And I certainly did this. So instead, what happens is we try to avoid the negative by focusing solely on what we perceive to be the positive. Even if the positive is not really that healthy or positive, which was the case with me, and I did this for quite a long time, quite a few years. And the problem comes when we think that the positive is having like a a Pollyanna outlook where no matter what challenge comes along, we simply positively think it away. And while this may sound okay, if you suffer from low self-esteem, the very thing you need to do is make peace with the negative, to acknowledge what is happening, and to embrace your feelings, whatever they may be saying to you. And when I was very addicted to focusing on the future, I I was full of exhausting denial. So much so that I left a job I had been working at for three years because I truly deeply believed that once I left, the money I needed to follow my dream, and back then it was to travel the world and be a travel writer, would arrive. Now, a year later, after I'd left my job and I'd resigned and 
I believed or everything was going to change for me. Uh, nothing changed in my outer reality. And soon after my Pollyanna personality, it went from this happy, what? well, it was an illusionary happiness into a deep and dark depressive ep episode. I became se severely depressed. I had been living my life according to what was lacking and not on what was here. I missed out on so much precious memories, abundance, love, friendship and opportunities because I had such a, a strong tunnel vision that I missed everything around me. And it was during this time that I had really serious suicidal thoughts. I had to question my reality once again. Question who I was. Why wasn't my life working and how did I fail at creating my reality? Because apparently it's supposed to work. The fact is that if we have a deeply traumatised unconscious, no amount of positive thinking can override this. This is because we, we first need to acknowledge that our thinking and patterns are a bit off, a bit wonky, and, and they're not real. We need time to unravel the programs that we've been receiving from other people. Brainwashing and conditioning that we've taken on from our parents, peer groups, teachers and others in our early life experience. And society as a whole can be very strong and powerful and affect how we make our choices in life. Now, once we are able to face what is actually happening, we can then begin to accept what is happening. Because we can't really change anything unless we first acknowledge it's happening. We can have compassion for the part of us which tried to protect us by creating such a struggle within and we stop avoiding the life that wants so much to bring us what we need in terms of healing and love. This is where, when our focus lies on the past, or the future predominantly, we are literally wasting our life force energy. While it can feel exciting and enticing to dream and, and fantasize about the future, we're not really living when we're doing this. Now, as the mystic teacher Osho said about the topic of awareness, for example, he said, this mind gives you a sort of stupor, burdened by the memories of the past, burdened by the projections of the future. You go on living at the minimum you don't live at the maximum and your flame remains very dim. So while it might sound attractive to ignore your current reality, to focus on an imaginary future, is it really empowering and healthy, a healthy way to live your life? I don't think so. And I wrote in a recent blog post about fantasy how 
Sometimes we need to let go of the fantasy and find fulfillment in our reality. We may think that we want success in certain areas. It could be career, relationships, money, health. But the more we focus solely on the future, the more we miss the opportunities for all of these things in the here and now. You might not think these Things are here in the here and now, but I imagine they are, even if it's just in small ways. I believe as humans, we can't help but look to the future with hopeful eyes, and a modicum of this is perfectly healthy. But if someone suffers from depression or anxiety, this is when focusing on the future becomes more dangerous and damaging. When I have experienced depression, for example, my future view of my life was really bleak. And during heightened anxiety episodes, which I've had since childhood, my future of my future view was of fear and worry. So people with mental health issues, we need to balance out how we consider our lives looking back in regret or forward in sorrow never heals, it never supports us in who we are or who we are becoming. I know of many people who spend all year daydreaming and that's what I did and focusing on, for example, future vacations that they've booked in advance Not only do we as a species focus on the imaginary, but we spend a lot of time focusing on what is coming, what we've planned ahead in our goals or what we envision for our lives, our concrete goals that we've written down and put some time into. And this can be to the detriment of our loved ones and opportunities we have before us right now. We we miss what's happening. We miss the beauty that we have here. And somebody said to me when I was in my deeply creative time where I thought I could create the money I needed to travel the world. And I told, I think it was my boss back then that I was going to travel. I didn't tell her that I was manifesting or daydreaming this money into being. And I think she said to me, you know, you can go traveling, but you're still taking yourself with you. And back then I just wasn't ready to hear it. I wasn't ready to hear that my place was here. And I had a lot to learn, a lot to gain, a lot to grow from. Now, John Green said, you spend your whole life stuck in the labyrinth, thinking about how you'll escape one day and how awesome it will be. And imagining that future keeps you going, but you never do it. You just use the future to escape the present. And how many of us use the future to escape the present? I'm going to stay with my my mother at Christmas again this year. And because my life is very unconventional, outside the box of how normal people live and quotes, I am looking forward to my time in the more social world as someone who is pretty much on my own in terms of socialising most of the time. 
But what happens in the past, as I generally project onto the future time away I have with my mother and I have in my mind this ideal of what I imagine it will be. I imagine this close relationship. I imagine these fun times we will have. But I know deep down from experience, this is not what happens. But it's something in my mind that I cannot help but place the idea into this future. Instead of just accepting I am going away and then simply get back to what is here and now, I find myself daydreaming of illusions that haven't happened and probably won't happen either because it's never happened and it's uh, my history with my, my mother. It's the best it can be, but I have this daydream of this perfect reality and it just never happens. So I'm learning gradually to accept this and accept our relationship is not what I always dreamed it would be. It is the relationship it's meant to be. Now, the great thing about dropping the focus on the future or playing out the negative or positive of the past is that the illusion drops from our eyes. The illusion that perhaps blocked how we perceive our reality and it falls away and instead what is replaced is an awareness instead of an illusion. Instead of having an addiction to wanting. Because the wanting is what we want more than the actual object of the wanting. We have an awareness of appreciation of what we do have and we begin to see that those things we were desiring in the future would have been replaced with more desires and more desires. Because the mind and the ego never wants completion or a sense of acceptance with what is. The mind actually thrives on imaginary fears, worries and even positive hopes and dreams. Now, mental health issues like depression or anxiety can be caused by an obsession with the fearful future or a negative and fateful future based on possible trauma or challenge from our past. We may believe that because things did not work out well in the past that the future will be the same. But here is where we lose every single time. We exhaust our now by not truly living. Because the past, after all, which you've probably heard, is dead. The future does not exist. And imagine how much energy we are wasting trying to escape what is. And as one of my favourite authors, Byron Katie, often says, all I have is all I need, and all I need is all I have in this moment. So if you feel you are stuck in anxiety or depressive thoughts about your future, I highly recommend seeing a therapist or if you're unable to, see a therapist locally, read a book called The Mindful Way Through Depression by Mark G. Williams and other authors. This is not just for people who suffer from depression but anxiety too and any other mental health issue you may struggle with. I found it really valuable when I hit my darkest depression, when I was feeling suicidal. It was my first 
leap into mindfulness and it's not just the stereotypical mindfulness. It was really worthwhile and valuable to learn how to become aware of my thoughts, my moods, my feelings and there are really some useful tips in there and some great audio recordings that you can use in the comfort of your own home. So I hope this little short podcast has helped you. If you feel like you're exhausted by trying to project into a future that hasn't happened and maybe it's causing you feeling feeling sorrow or disappointment or you have an attachment or an expectation to an outcome and it's hurting you in some way. So thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. Now, if you have a question or a topic you are struggling with and you would like me to answer on an upcoming podcast, please get in touch. Your name will be absolutely confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on Facebook via Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget if you feel that others in your life are passing you by and the not good enough voice is screaming really loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including When Everyone Shines But You. Until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media, so search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.